Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of It Could All Be So Simple. I'm your host, Doc J, Doc Johnson, Hood Hitch. And of course, man, we back. Uh, be sure to follow me on Instagram at It Could All Be So Simple Pod. At it, all, it Could All Be So Simple Pod. Uh, make sure y'all follow me on Twitter at So Simple Pod. Be on there talking my shit per usual. And of course, uh, our weekly reminder, Kobe and Nip should be here. Marathon continues Mamba mentality uh, We're just a few days removed from uh, Kobe day So happy 824 But yeah man Let's just get right into it And of course we got our question of the day And we're going to have some more fun with this one This was not a toxic pot So I talked my shit on that last one Y'all can deal with it and do with it what you will But um, that one definitely got the, uh, the people going But this one we're going to have some fun So without further ado Question of the day when is it okay to be thirsty? You know? How do you manage being thirsty? And what is really being thirsty? So we're going to get into it, but we're going to let 40 Water talk for a minute. Why you acting so thirsty? Caught up at the bar, everything is on 10. On 10. But you ain't got to be thirsty. Thirsty. Uh, I ain't asked for your phone number. Phone number. And I ain't asked who your name is. Nah. See, I ain't asked what you're drinking. Drinking. Don't give a fuck who you came with. I got my fame in my bank up. Mm. Talking on the phone. Mm. Walking through the crowd, know the smelling like strong. Strong. Batches on my line and I can see it in their face. Face. They wanna shake the clown ass nigga that they came with. My shirt is from Italy. Your man ain't got shit on me. All my little niggas hit us. I ain't talking about little league. Two sides of being thirsty. And we're gonna talk about it a little bit. This one ain't gonna be as long as last week's, I promise. <laughs> But we gonna jam for a minute. Like give me head in the driveway. Monday through Saturday, don't sell dope on Sunday. Similar to Chick-fil-A, got an AK. I hate it when the ratchet gets to talking like a man. Like a man? Man, that bitch too thirsty. He was hating on the net, now he acted like a fan. Like a fan? Man, that nigga too thirsty. Y'all didn't hear him. Being thirsty goes both ways. Guys do it, girls do it, but we also like it when y'all a little bit of thirsty. So... We're going to talk about it. So, what is being thirsty? Let's just get right into it. Being thirsty is the simplest shit in the world. Being thirsty... Is wanting something to the point where you overshow it, right? What I mean by that is imagine when you got a craving for a specific food and you know it's 45 minutes away. So I'll use LA, LA, LA rationale with that. So I live in the valley. 
majority of the good food spots that I go to are over the hill in LA. When I get a craving for some fish, for example, and I don't want to drive all the way to Inglewood, but I really want some fish, I'm a drive probably about an hour, hour and a half because of where I'm at to traffic and everything. And I'm going to go get me some fish from my favorite spot in Inglewood, right? That's how thirsty I was for some fish. That's the easiest way to break it down. Being thirsty is simply wanting something to the point where you overshow it. Being thirsty is wanting something to where you'll act out of character with no regard for embarrassment. So there's nothing wrong with actually going through this whole process, which we're going we're gonna to lay it all out. But being thirsty is really just a, a, a complete disregard for how you look about something. Being thirsty is really like leaving it all on the field. It's your, like, it's your last ditch effort to this specific task that you're talking about. And of course, all this is going to be related to dating, as you know, or courtship or relationships or all of that. We're going to go over all of that. But in the big scheme of things, that's what being thirsty is. It's just that last ditch effort because there are pros and cons to being thirsty. And that's what I'm here to help you out with. Right. So what happens when you're, you're too thirsty, when being thirsty goes wrong? Word to Dave Chappelle, right? So what is being too thirsty? And being too thirsty is when you're acting out of character could mean damage to your character. And so those are two different things. So you can have it where specifically you're the type of person, and I'm, I'm always going to revert it back to me with outlandish examples that may be fake or true. Y'all will never know it. But in this case, this is a for real fake one, right? So... I come off and I am as the reserved laid back guy who doesn't really care about much. Right. I have this thing where I give two examples and it's like it's a girl talking about me, let's just say. And it's damn like, damn, babe, you don't you don't care about shit. That's the pro of me not caring about shit. And then you got the con like, yo, I just feel like you just don't care about shit. Well, because I don't. Right. So in this case, if there's a girl that I like and I'm into her and my character is and who I am and how my demeanor and how I carry myself is I'm always on the up and up. I don't lie. I have my morals and values that I that I won't waver on. Right. I don't believe in chasing something that I don't want to be chased. And I don't believe in wanting something that clearly knows and it's clearly showing that you should know that I don't want you. So leave me alone. Right. I'm aware of all of that. Being thirsty now will have me acting out of character to the point that even if I go back and I, it was just a lapse in judgment for X amount of time, there's no recovering from that. Right. So my character now is completely just my my who I am and what I stood for now is just completely thrown out the window because I want to be thirsty for this girl in the manner that I'm going about it. That's how can that's how you go about being too thirsty that's how when being too thirsty goes wrong so kind of zeroing in on it a little bit more would be actually no i'm gonna wait we're gonna get into our daily drag a little it's gonna be earlier but we're gonna get into it a little bit later though but sooner than normal too thirsty is potentially bordering that too creepy side of it and again i always try to get this disclaimer once in a while every so often on each pod of 
these episodes are not for the fuckboys unless I'm calling you out or addressing and kind of helping the ladies how to see through the fuckboyness when it happens. So partially it is, but overall, it's not. It's not for the people who want to manipulate women. It's not for the people who want to manipulate men. It's not for anything negative of the sort. What I'm talking about are the regular everyday feelings that we have about shit and trying to, in this case, get rid of the stigma of being thirsty. Right. So I give that because it does border being creepy, knowing that I'm never going to be the creepy guy. This borders me being thirsty because of the stigma that comes along with it is now. Oh, shit. This may she may think I'm being thirsty and meaning creepy, meaning you told me no. Yo, fam, fall back. I'm not interested. Whatever the fuck it may be. Right. And now here it is. You're still pursuing her. She flat out said, bro, no. And you're still pursuing her. That's creepy. This is not for them. This is I'm interested. This is we have some relationships, some rapport. We know each other some type of way, which I'll get into in a little bit. This is covering that. So, for example, let's just say you're like me and you're the type of person who is just I'm I will meet people outside social media here and there. Yeah, but we'll just start that if you're the guy or the girl. But of course, I'm speaking from my perspective. If you're the guy who has no problem with rejection. So shooters are going to shoot. I've had episodes about that as well. Right. So if I see somebody who I'm interested in me, simply approaching her off the rip to the masses is being thirsty. End of story. Depending on who she is and how she is, she's going to perceive that as being thirsty. And if for the women or the ladies, or the girls or the chicks, whoever that looks at that as being thirsty, this is not for you either. Y'all need to grow the fuck up. A guy approaching you, attractive or not, is not being thirsty. If anything, it should be a compliment. And this is not unwelcomed attention. I'm not talking about that. This is not for the, for the, for the creeps. This is not that. I'm saying just two people in a normal interaction at a bar, at a lounge, at a at the mall, wherever the fuck it is. You can just be outside, period, pumping gas, wherever it may be. Now, because of how you feel about you or whatever you're going through in the moment, me just simply just saying, hey, you know what? I just want to acknowledge you. I, you know, I, I, I whatever, whatever your little technique is. Right. And then they get an attitude or the way they want to. Reject you in a way that's rude and disrespectful Fellas, walk away and just take it on the chin Because it is what it is That's real nigga shit, right? However, ladies, this is not for y'all So back to it If you're the type that's outside And you approach somebody And they automatically look like it's thirst Let it let it be If they looking at you like Yo, here, here comes some bullshit Let it be However when you approach a, a real one meeting a real one, now we continue. So being too thirsty and examples of it would be in this case, over pursuing that situation. Because now what's going to end up happening, you're going to now, like I said, back to that example, acting out of character, it's going to go left and it's going to go left really, 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 really quickly. 
So if she says, nah, keep it moving, then keep it moving. Another example would be, let's just say you got friends in the friend circle, right? You got the guy who likes the girl. And y'all got all the same friends. And now you want to start to show it. And now your way of showing it is, okay, cool. We always hang out on, we, we, all the friends get together on Fridays. But now when we start to get there all together on Fridays, I'm going to try my best to be as close to her as possible throughout the entire night. We always go to, uh, I don't want to say the movies, that's too intimate, but we always go to this one bar where they have everything there, damn near like cheers. But now when it comes to teams for beer pong or darts or just anything of the sort, any any type of pairing, it's always like, well, I'm going to be with this person. I'm going to be with Eric. I'm going to be with Eric. I'm going to be with Eric. If it's me, let's just say. Okay, cool. And if y'all are friends, it's kind of clear at some point it gets around that such and such has a crush on such and such, right? It's going to come out. Well, now, if you're always now here, you are making it kind of noticeable. We're good. When you get to the point to where now it's overbearing and it's that noticeable. That's where it can go wrong, because now you get into a space where it could have been some potential between two friends. And now one is making it too creepy. And now the other one is just completely turned off to the experience or the thought process of that at all. So now here it is, you being too thirsty. And now you're on the verge of fucking up a friendship. Let's say it's a coworker. Let's say it's the work husband, work wife situation. And now you have the one to where who they really taking that shit seriously. Seriously, again, in context of what we're talking about, right? But here it is. You got the person that's taking it too seriously. And now they start liking you. And now they start pursuing it more. And now they now here it is. They just keep going and going and going and going and going. Now you didn't create a, a uncomfortable work environment just because you're bringing it's essentially like bringing the, the teacher apples every single day. Y'all going to lunch together. You buying lunch. You bringing lunch. Oh, damn. I brought your favorite thing. Oh, yeah. No. Did you bring lunch? Oh, OK. I want to see if you wanted to go like every day, every day, every day, every day. Everybody has a story about the coworker who clearly is trying to holler and you're not interested. And then now there's a crossword, a crossword. Wow. Crossroads. I've been playing a lot of crosswords lately, but there's a crossroads of. Do I get creepy and try to pursue it or do I actually pay the fuck attention to what she's saying and leave it alone? It typically goes the creep route. If you're smart and you listen to what I'm saying, eventually later on in this pod, you'll go the smarter route and leave it alone. Right. But now the most common way of being too thirsty, drum roll, boom, boom, boom. Social media. So people say like, oh, slide into DMs and slide into DMs. It's two different things. You got sliding in the DMs is you don't know this person. You shoot your shot. Hey, let the chips fall where they may. Uh, may the odds forever be in your favor, right? That's sliding in the DMs. But if I know you or we have a, like we know of each other through friends or whatever it may be, and we're just going back and forth. I didn't slide in your DMs and you didn't slide in mine. Nigga, you sent me a message because I know you and you know me. Yeah, we may have not talked in X amount of time or whatever, but two different things, right? So I want to differentiate that because you may have two people who know each other or have known of each other or 
I'll just say use like the more easiest example. Just two people who never hooked up. Y'all are cool as fuck. Followed each other on social media forever. Don't see each other at all. But the only time you see each other is on, let's just say, Instagram. Right. Clearly, it's out of sight, out of mind. If I don't see you, you don't see me. We don't hit each other up. Instagram and social media fixes that. We're going to stick it on, on Instagram. So we two people who go, let's just say, I'm just going to keep it simple and just say a year. They've known each other a year. All right, let's make it a little bit longer. Let's say five years. Known each other five years. Ain't seen each other in five years, but y'all were just cool and followed each other on social media. So it seems like you see each other every day, right? And then now you're like, fuck it. I'm interested. I'm going for it. So now you start to flirt in, in the messages. Stop. That's being thirsty as some, to some people. Again, if that's being thirsty to you, this is not for you. Now, how you could be too thirsty in this situation is, again, once they made it clear, oh, you know, I'm not interested or that they have or they didn't have to say anything. But while you're in the, the fact finding stage and they make it clear like, oh, I'm seeing somebody or my boyfriend, my husband, whatever it may be. At that point now, that's going to be up to you how you want to go about it, because I do not condone cheating. I always say, but if you cheat, know how to cheat. So in this case, if you pursue this after she already drew that line in the sand. If you want to cross that line to see if she's going to allow you to cross that line. Now that's on you. That's the ambiguous part of this whole pot. Because you don't know because she just may be with the shits. But you don't know that unless you take that that step to cross that line. Now, if you cross that line and she stick that, yeah, yo, backs you up. You have to now be okay with knowing you're thirsty to her forever. That's the risk that you take to see if she's willing to cheat or not. It's a gift and a curse because now you look crazy, but at least it's like, yo, at least you're still solid. And now, fuck, I now even like even more, right? But at that point, you walk away. If you don't, back to it. We're being too th- when being thirsty goes wrong and you start being too thirsty, now you didn't cross that line and now you're pressing it. And now it's like, well, what's up? You're not allowed to have friends. And now you already instantly turned into the fuck boy. Because back to my example, when it's like the coworker or the friend or being outside, it all the same rules apply to social media. Because now in that case, here it is, you didn't, Cross that line with this girl and she was your friend or just a, even just an acquaintance, uh, uh, I call it social media bullshit friend. It may even have been that, but now you didn't got blocked. <laughs> now you didn't just, oh, this nigga's thirsty. Oh, now you didn't. It, it just now you then perpetuated the stereotype of being thirsty. But unfortunately, that's the risk that you take. I don't recommend crossing that line once they make it little kind of sidestep in that, that situation if you're the person who is pursuing the person who's made it clear that they are in a relationship how you play that is now you back off and you wait for them to cross the line that they drew in the sand because now a simpler uh example would be if it's like oh, okay well you know no respect I, I you know no disrespect i can respect that you know what i mean but i did just want to let it just be clear so you know what i mean you know but i'm a i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna fall back And now she replies back with something like, well, I mean, thank you. I appreciate that. But like, it's fine. Like, I'm flattered. But I mean, we can still be cool. Like, it's not like we can't talk. 
I've gotten a variation of that message so many times throughout my life is how I learned. Oh, shit. I don't have to press the issue. You're going to show if you still with it or not by me respecting the situation. And because I genuinely and truly respect the situation. And I'm so I'm just naturally going to fall back. And now you coming to me. Oh, shit. I okay. Lesson learned. So if they want it, they're going to come get it. Because you didn't know that they were in a relationship and you fell back and now she's coming to you. Don't be the reverse where you're just being over. Well, what's up? What's up? Because now you didn't fucked all that up. Now we can get into my daily drag of this. Of course, no name, no face, no case, all that good stuff. Right. You have you have two people who I right, take it back. I have a friend who is diehard fling person. All they want is a fling. So they say. Because you can still be too thirsty with a fling. And a fling in my definition, or at least by general definition, is something that's just casual, nothing too serious, nothing too light, but it's just casual. When it happens, it happens. When it doesn't, it doesn't. If we go out and we feel the vibe together, cool. And if we go out and we run into each other and it don't happen, cool. But a fling is just a fling. You could be too thirsty with that because you could call it a fling while simultaneously trying to make it into something more. And now when you do that, you've already fucked up the process that you may have made with this being a fling. So it's twofold. So now you didn't you're you're one trying to maneuver through the classifications of your dating status, whether this is going to be a fling or a fuck buddy or this or that or whatever you whatever you're going to call it to be. Right. So now with this person, you established so hard and drew that line in the sand on your end to him. This is just casual. This is a fling. We're good. But your actions are now showing the opposite. Your actions are now showing. Well, how come you haven't called me? We went out and we ran into each other and we didn't even hook up or when we do hook up, you leave right away or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So in this particular situation, the homie ran into a guy who has been a fling without giving up too much detail. They come back to the States, run into each other just by happenstance in a whole nother city and whatever. Excuse me. And now what ended up happening is that He's doing his thing with somebody else. She's trying to keep her composure because she genuinely does not care. And that's the funny part about it. She does not give a fuck about it. The issue is, though, she wanted what she wanted, just not with him. Meaning she wanted a fling. She wanted something casual. She wanted something fun. But now what happens is that is that when he starts acting like a fuck boy, it changes now your want. It goes from, I want this to be casual to how come you don't want me? And it went, it happened just that quick. So what I had to let her know is what I had to let her know. <laughs> well, I'll keep that there between me and her. But she got back on the program and we back good. So my message to you for the 13th time, stop veering from the fucking program. All said with love, though, and I love you. Because at the end of the day, what I did, what I will share and what I did have to let her know is being thirsty is okay. So in her case, she was thirsty for the attention that came along with the fling because the fling is hot and it's this and it's, it's spontaneous and it's fun and it's sexy and it's all of that. 
And then now that morphed into, oh, shit, I'm kind of starting to like this person and I want that feeling more. It's like a drug. That's why when they relate emotions and feelings and lust and everything to a drug, I can see it or to an addiction up to a drug. I can see it because you, you you're craving that feeling again. Right. So with her, that was the case. She's craving that that feeling in that like the the feeling that 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 attention and everything and that spontaneity gave her. Now, here it is. She's trying to chase that back. And in the midst of all of doing that, you now then fucked up everything and started chasing and doing the how come you didn't call me back and how come this and how come that. And of course, that was just I'm paraphrasing here, but broadening it from her specific experience. That's now what starts to happen. Because I do have another saying that I'll touch on, too. That's going to be a whole nother pod. But as a at, ladies, this is coming from a man. OK, coming from a man. Don't be the body that we wish we took back. And I'll say that again. Don't be the body that the man wishes he could take back. Because what that means to us is nothing physical and more mental. It's like, yo, she was fucking nuts, bro. We can take bad sex just the same way that y'all can take you. you we have y'all got some uh, poor performance one night and let's have it. And it's like all oh, that nigga dick trash. Right. And for us, real ones, we're just going to be like, ah, you know, it was cool. And we accept that. However, what we won't accept is the mental side of it of, oh, shit, this bitch is crazy. Specifically, because now it's going to turn into. That fucking one night of sex is now causing me on an average, like three weeks worth of headache, because I'm thinking that we have an understanding and now I see that we did not. And I see that everything that I believed at one point is not the case because you can't even hold it together when I don't call you back and this is supposed to be casual. Because all you have to do is realize being thirsty is okay. You just don't have to show it. And I know it's like, yo, wait a minute, doc. That's like anti everything that you preach about. Like it's supposed to be about communication and this and that. Yes, it is. But not saying something and, and not showing it are two different things because you can hold it together and you could be thirsty, not parched. That's a better way of explaining it because you cannot show it and then filter it in a way that it healthy, healthily, I guess you could say, shows. So, yeah, don't act out on the thirst. Filter it. And then it's going to come out as something different. Being thirsty is okay because it helps you strategize your courtship. It helps you when you know that you see a bad one. That, yo, need that. That's thirst. Everybody feels it. Niggas is thirsty all day, every day. Women too. There's nothing wrong with that. So being thirsty is going to help you now pay attention to what the fuck she's saying. It's going to keep you alert. It's going to keep you. It's going, it's going to be able to help you capitalize on every moment you get or give with that person. That's what being thirsty can do. And that's why it's OK. So, for example, I use it in the in the way of like where you can strategize. Right. So you can have it to where you're literally. Walking up to her. 
And if you can read people as well as I feel like I do, you can pick out the first thing that matters to you and throw that shit out the way because she's instantly going to think that that's corny or that's a line or corny as in this is premeditated. Corny doesn't have to necessarily mean the super negative connotation about it or hat that it carries. Corny can just be mean, just the light, lighthearted of like, yo, bro, okay, that was cheesy. Or your feet, do your feet hurt because you've been running through my mind all day type shit. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about whatever it is your first approach usually is, pivot and try to pay attention to something that maybe matters to her. So, for example, if you catch her and they got on the little flip flops or you can kind of tell that they got a fresh Manny Petty. Hey, yeah, first off, I just want to say, well, you can approach her however your, your moves are, whatever it may be. But I know for me, if I'm standing next to her doing whatever and we're at the fucking I'll use a bar. Let's just say and I can tell that the nails are fresh. I'm a compliment her nails. Oh, damn, those are some nice ass nails. Oh, thank you. No, nah, no problem. Name. And then now, boom. Conversation. Check out. Look up. Look out for the left finger. If it's empty, full game. If there's a tan line, full game. Because doesn't mean that she is divorced or anything like that. There's a slim chance that she left her ring at home. That means she took that motherfucker off. That means it's fair game. Being thirsty is going to help with that. You know why? Because you really want her for whatever capacity. This is not love. This is not. Yeah, you just want to fuck. It's going to help with that. Because ladies, I've, I've surveyed the homegirls. <laughs> and I've asked this one question. Do girls look at guys the same way guys look at girls and be like, yo, I fucked the shit out of him. And it just be just that, though. Like, oh, and then I would just. Make him the love of my life. Like, no, like, no. Okay, so you you see this person that you're talking about and you fucked the shit out of him. And that was the only time that y'all fucked. You'd be okay with that. And all of them be like, what? What the fuck? Hell yeah. All I need is a night. So that gave me the comfort to say, even if it is just just for some sex or whatever it may be, being thirsty for that is cool. Because now what it's going to do, being thirsty is going to help you pay attention to the shit that matters. And now back to it, you're going to capitalize on every moment that you get, because that's why I prefer getting at people in in, in real time in my day is <laughs> because it's going to you got to think on your toes. The 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 mental warfare that it comes when you when you feel like, oh, shit, now we can have this mental tennis match of going back and forth of let me see how can I get in here let me see what she thinking let me see what he thinking boom 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 and now y'all going back and forth and that right there you had to go that hard in that moment because I may not see you again goes back to being thirsty is leaving it all on the field in a healthy way leaving it all on the field of I know that at least I tried the worst possible thing you could do is lock up that's why I always reference people back to the rejection episode, because rejection gets in the way of everything. The fear of rejection gets in the way of everything. Just ask. Yo, what's up? You'll know even just, hey, how you doing? Even on a pass by. Her going out of her way to say, hey. That's enough right there. If she looks at that like these thirsty ass niggas. Or no, you're just attractive and I'm just acknowledging that 
And I'm not being creepy. Unfortunately, these creep ass niggas fucked it up for real niggas like us. So therefore, I got a podcast talking about them, <laughs> right? So when you're on your toes and taking advantage of every single moment, knowing that I may not get this moment again, you'd be surprised on just how like, damn, you just zone out and you just just come come up, come through. And now you got the number. Because you utilize being being thirsty in your favor. Because being thirsty in it okay, in it in it being okay, helps you realize and forces you to genuinely want to impress her or them. Who I like I say, however you want to apply it. But again, for me, with a woman, me being thirsty is the key word here, genuinely try and want to impress them. Meaning you're going to be on your best behavior at all times while being real. And if you're not a real one, that statement doesn't make sense to you. But for the for the ones who know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. You're not being fake or phony. You're just being you and you're being the most authentic you that you can be while on your best behavior. So, for example, for me, I always say I don't have a temper. But I do have a short fuse. But it takes a lot for you to 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 ignite that because I don't care about a lot of shit. But you play with my family, you play with my kids or anything of the sort. It's go time. Right. But. It takes a lot for me to get there. So if I'm out and about with a female. And we we have we vibing, we doing all that and everything is all good. And just by happenstance. I don't know. Somebody says something or said whatever involved in my family. I can either act a fool right then and there. Or I can handle it with like, okay, you know what? This shit gonna get handled. And we're gonna we're gonna address it accordingly. But I ain't gonna act a fool here. So maybe more of a lighthearted example would be if you're the one who sends food back all the time. I hate I personally hate that. If they fucked up, it is what it is. If it if it's edible, like if you can eat it, then cool. But if it's like, no, they just severely fucked up your order or there's a, a, a allergy or something like that. OK, cool. But if you're the one who you know that you flip out every time that they fuck up your food, you want to be on your best behavior. And you know what? I'm just going to send it back. But I'm going to have an attitude and I'm going to show it in a different way. Maybe I won't tip the same way or whatever it just it may be. Right. That's being your genuine self. While at the same time. Being on your best behavior with that. Another way is being thirsty is tricky because it toes the line of weakness, just like the way it toes the line of being creepy. For men, it toes the line of being weak. Because here's the hard truth about being thirsty, right? Being thirsty is actually not nothing negative. That's the that's the reality of it. Thirst and like healthy thirst for men is really just being chivalrous. For others, like for for women, it's not ladylike. Like if you're thirsty for a man, if you pursue a man, you're you're, you're looked at crazy. If you're thirsty, or if you or if you're chivalrous, you're gonna be ridiculed. I don't know, nigga, open my door for me. I've talked about this before. Some women like men who order their food for them. And not like, no, you're going to eat this. It's, I've never been here. What should I get? 
what kind of food do you like? Oh, I only eat chicken. I don't really eat red meat. Okay, cool. I got you. And then they order for them and they'll sit back and just love it. You got some women like, nigga, I just, I'll order for myself. I got it. And try to make it a point to like, no, I got it. But he's just, and no matter what, across the board, he's just being chivalrous. He may open the door for you. He may, you know, while y'all walking, no, you know, you walk on the inside. Just whatever little things it may be. You cold, I can see that you cold. I'm going to take off my jacket and I'm going to give it to you. A lot of that is looked at as weakness. Like, oh, nigga, you sipping over these bitches. Or <laughs> I'm actually just being a gentleman. I know she's dressed up with little on or enough on to just be just enough warm, but just enough cold. But if it's too cold, she's going to be really cold. You did all that for me. Well, the least I could do was make sure you warm in the process. To me, that's normal thinking. To other niggas, it's simping. Hey, I'll be that. However, that's why it's looked at as being ridiculed. Being thirsty is being ridiculed. And where that comes from, and I hate to say it, but it's coming. It's from these cheesy ass movies and fucking bullshit that, that, that we get judged by. Lightly tap on it would be you see the I always get this example of the, the guy who sees the girl's car, leaves his number and oh, my God, that was so romantic. That was so cute. Leaves a rose or whatever. And then you fuck around and see the same situation in like the de- goddamn Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. But to some, it's like, oh, my God, that's so romantic. That's so cute. And then to others, like, nah, that's fucking creepy as fuck, fam. But steady hollering about, I want love. I want you to show me. I want this. I want that. Because on the other side of it, they don't want you to be thirsty and they want you to be thirsty. That's why that shit is so confusing. We'll get more into it in a little bit. But to me, that's why. And that's kind of where the ridicule comes from, because when we try to emulate some of the shit that's on TV for the ones who try to do it, the love, the love stories and the the romantic comedy, the rom-coms and all that shit. If any man in real life did any of that shit, he would be arrested (laughs) flat out. Bro, that is stalking because you see a movie, you see a movie like. uh, what's that shit called? The, I will say like the notebook or any like the rom-com that comes to mind. And then you take any motherfucking uh, serial killer documentary or movie. That's the guy stalking girls and then cutting them up and shit. They're doing the exact same acts in both of those type of movies. I tend to fall on the side of, yeah, bro, that shit is creepy because it's being channeled in a way that's just not the best or you're not paying attention to maybe what she's saying or for women. If a woman pursues a man, it's looked at as their version of thirsty is their gold digger or their hoe. Their it's hoeish behavior because you shouldn't be going after him. That's why I say the harsh reality is being thirsty is simply just being interested in someone. You're interested in someone and pursuing it like no matter what it is, like I said, it could be a set. It could be a fuck buddy situation, just sex, friends with benefits, relationship, dating. It it don't even matter. No matter the pursuit, it all it all applies to it literally across the board. I'm just interested in you. I'm interested in just fucking. I'm interested in trying to get to know you better. I'm interested in something long term, but may not be forever. Hey, I may be interested in forever. But doesn't mean I'm thirsty. That means I'm just into you. 
So how you manage being thirsty because it can be managed. And this is for the men. Stay true to you. And I'm going to say this very, very carefully for you to understand. Real niggas don't mind looking thirsty or silly for the woman that they want. Because the silliness is actually them still being real. The thirstiness is just them being real. Period. End of sentence. However, keep in mind. And this is the key. Women only want the thirst from the guy that they want it from. So ask yourself, make sure you're them. Make sure you're that one. Because I can say. With the cockiness and the arrogance and everything that I have of like, yo, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm him. That guy that I'm talking about, like, make sure you're the one. Oh, I know. I know for a fact I'm the one for a few of them out there. For a lot of them out there. But the real nigga side of me also knows that I'm also not him <laughs> to a lot of them out there. Remember that. Remember, it's OK to be thirsty internally, but healthy thirst because healthy thirst and only healthy thirst. Like channel that into healthy thirst because only healthy thirst, healthy thirst can be filtered into actions like sweet gestures are simple things like let's say you're already on that level. And it's just simple things like, yo, I just want to see you. What's up? That's to everybody else being thirsty. Oh, my God, this thing is so thirsty. No, or he just wants to see you, ma. What if he just really just, hey, yo, I'm thinking about you. I just want to see you. That's the real version of the examples of the movies and shit. Just that random out of the blue, because you could have been having a fucked up day. And then you get that message of like, hey, yo, what are you doing tonight? I want to see you. And it changes your whole day. People in a relationship and in, in, in marriages and all that stuff. Being thirsty is what keeps you in your relationship and married long term. Be thirsty for your lady. Knowing that same example, you know, your girl had a had a rough day at work. Hey, pack it up. We're going we're going to go somewhere this weekend. Well, why? Well, because I've been knowing that you've been having now you being thirsty about her day. You being thirsty about how everything is everything about her. And you're doing everything regarding to her. Smothering her with the because you're the one that she wants it from. So smothering her with the type of thirst that she wants. And it's going to keep you further along than for the ones that I say that this podcast doesn't apply to. Remember, it's okay to be thirsty because. It's not the fucking movie scenes. (laughs) Don't fall for it. That's goofy shit. Manage it by remembering that being thirsty is not being crazy. It's just. It's just them showing you. Hey, stupid. They fucking like you. I'm not thirsty. I like you. And the moment that you remember that shit will all be so simple. <laughs> but y'all motherfuckers rather make it hard. Until next week, I holla. It could all be so simple. But you're right.